Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's ya boy, John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got the GTT champion, Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, guys. Welcome back. It's so good to be back with you guys back at the beginning of the show doing the intro correctly. Uh, man, it feels good. Uh, no technical difficulties this week yet. Um, give it time, babies. Uh, hope you're. Uh, hope you're having a lot of fun out there. Hope you're uh, not joining us for the first time. Uh, but if you are, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna listen to some video game tunes. We've each got three songs from a game. We're gonna try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We're gonna goof off and have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night gets to pick a theme for the next episode and play some bonus tunes and our winner last week uh with the uh, the assist from uh, our guest correspondent grim it was me you know, scoring double points what a show it was what a uh, what a bamboozlement it was that i put over on jesse sorry for that sir um and i chose what i feel is a pretty fun theme for this week's episode uh the theme is exploration so games that let you explore Places, games with settings, as it is. Uh, you know, uh, pretty much anywhere that you can go, any game that lets you go to a place and it's not confined. Yeah, like I, I, I was trying to think of like what the limitations are on exploring. Like, you know, do you ever really explore a Mario game? Uh, Mario yes. Odyssey. <laughs> like the 3D ones, yes. 2D ones, not so much. <laughs> So I want to ask um, it if it, if it's, if the theme is limited to spatial exploration, because I seem to recall you saying at the end of last week's show, like exploration as a concept, not necessarily like physical exploration, as long as there was something that you could explore. That was maybe really like exploring what? like a philosophical thing or like. As long as there was some kind of exploration, but not necessarily sexual I mean, exploration. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're just broadening our horizons on tonight's show, David. No, you know that most of the shit that comes after someone says their theme at the end of the episode is nonsense. Much <laughs> like when we said, when I said a theme about exploring, and you know, Jesse trailed off into talking about exploring the mindscape or whatever. Um, you know, no, usually that's not real stuff for the theme. That's uh, that, that's just kind of shit and drunken gibberish at the end of the show. <laughs> you, you'll see when we get to tonight's theme at the end of the uh, the episode. It's bound to happen. We ask for like a point of clarity on a theme as simple as exploring. Yeah, and... there's fucking robots in it. Whatever, just do it. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, and come. Why not? Sure. Like, you know. <laughs> Somehow it always cut. happens this way. It just, you know. I'm just saying that I uh, don't want to hear the game over sound. That's fine. Well, you, you will not. We, 
Well, Nobody wants to hear it, David. It's not up to you. Well, it is strictly up to you whether or not you hear it. It's not up to us, man. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, it sounds like David's got a pretty great game lined up. The rest of us also have great games lined up. we got a great fan request. Uh, I think we're going to have a blast, man. We're going to, like I said, uh, you know, broaden our horizons, explore some vast landscapes, some worlds, some distant worlds, some space. Uh, but some not spirituality or, or science or, you know, any kind of emotions. No. Fuck all no. that. It's not about this. isn't like a theological fucking exploration. Uh, you know, it, we're not going to be searching inward on tonight's episode. That's for goddamn sure. So, uh, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a blast. And we're not going to learn anything. So let's just head out, Johnny. Let's strike out on the open road and start with game one. Game one. David fucked up.
so in this game, it has a uh, highest difficulty called lethal mode. And in lethal mode, all non-boss fights end in like one or two hits. So like if you get hit once or twice, you're dead. Same with the enemies. So you got to be pretty quick. Gentlemen, let's see some answers. Unsheath your answers. Oh man, Johnny came to play. All three of them say Ghost of Tsushima. All of them are correct. Oh, Johnny, we sorry, have a three of them are correct. I know, I know, I know. This is the wrong key, is all. Yeah. Um, I know, John. <laughs> So yeah, this is Ghost of Tsushima on the PlayStation 4, and this game is incredible. I, I don't I don't mind saying. Um, don't even hit the hot take sound, Johnny. He's right. <laughs> hot take. Do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth, John? <laughs> don't tell me what not to do. <laughs> At least ask him whether or not it's a hot take. Be like, oh, you think it's incredible? And then, like, you know, hit the, hit the button. Don't just do it because I tell you not to, you <laughs> weird contrarian guy. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Anyway, uh, Jesse, I haven't played this yet, but I think you've been playing it. And, uh, you know, me thinks uh, you're uh, endorsing this game heavily. Oh, I fucking love it. Um, 
Like, it starts off so cool. Like, okay, so the Mongols are attacking this island in Japan in, like, the 1200s. And, uh, so the, the Japanese send some samurai to go deal with it. And, uh, so, of course, they're all about the Bushido and honor. So they go down, uh, to the beach, to the, like, main Mongol camp. And so, like, the main samurai is there, and the Mongol leader is there, and there's, like, a big, like, circle of Mongols, and they're just sitting there. And, uh, the samurai is trying to, you know, talk some sense into him. And the Mongol guy takes a big swig of whatever kind of alcohol he has, then spits it on the samurai and throws a torch onto him and just lights that motherfucker on fire. And then, like, I w- as soon as that happened, I was like, this game is great because that's that's, <laughs> that's so fucking cool. Like the Mongols just like strong start. <laughs> Mongols just like fuck your honor. I'm gonna light you, you on fire, motherfucker. And uh, so the Mongols don't fucking mess around. And Turns uh, <clears throat> the the combat in this game is so good. Uh, like the it's very visceral. The the strikes feel good. Um, it's it's can be hard if you're not paying attention and parrying and and dodging and stuff. You can get fucked up real quick. Um, but it's like this weird thing where in the story, you're slowly learning to like fight like a ninja, and um, which is very uh, like if you listen to your like uncle and other samurai is very dishonorable. And so like anytime you like kill like someone from the bushes or something, like your character is like. Oh, uncle would not feel very good about that. Or, uh, oh, I'm bringing dishonor. Or he's like, uh, I guess I had to do it somehow, you know. And sometimes, like, you'll have, like, this, like, flashback of your uncle telling you about how, you know, a samurai always looks his opponent eye to eye. And, and like, eventually, I guess you get to a point where you're like, fuck it, I'm gonna just throw kunai and use smoke bombs and stuff. Man, um, let me tell you something. As somebody who has several uncles and is an uncle himself, who gives a fuck what your uncle thinks? Yeah. Like, dude, be a samurai ninja. Are you kidding me? I know. Like, for a second, I, like, come on, unk. Fuck off. For a second, I, like I really, proje- I really I like thought uncle was projecting a bit. Probably. That, uh, by the end of the game, you're gonna find out this uncle was actually ninja the whole time. Uncle yeah, ninja. Yeah, exactly. That, that's why we always called him Uncle Ninja. So for, <laughs> for a second, I thought you were going to go in a different direction. Like, as someone who myself has also massacred many, many people, I can exactly. say, he's like, wait, what? Yeah, as a ninja myself, I got to say, it's cool. And, you know, one day I will teach my nephew the right ways, the ways of being a ninja, because it's cooler than not being a ninja. But, like, you can totally approach this game. Like, if you wanted to be just straight-up samurai, you can, like, go into, like, Mongol camps, and there's a, a command that pops up. Press up for a standoff. And so that's... <laughs> nice. You press that, and then you just basically waltz into the camp, and you're like, Mongols, come out! I want to fight you! And, like, then this really cool scene where, like, it, like you are standing there with your back to the camera, and the enemy is right there, and you got to hold triangle. And then whenever they strike you, you let go of triangle, and you do the awesome samurai thing where you unsheath your sword into their face. And, oh. and then if someone is about to attack you from their side, um, you can uh, hit X right before they attack you to do it to them, too. And... Um, you can like skill into like where you can just like take out like four or five dudes right at the beginning 
and um, you know sometimes that's the whole camp. So uh, okay, now hold on, because now I'm kind of thinking you should listen to your uncle, because that sounds fucking awesome. Like being a ninja is cool, but also like walking into a fucking camp of Mongols and hitting them with a strong <laughs> lean, and just fucking like taking them all out with badass sword swipes, like just to their faces. That's really awesome. So, I mean, that's you know. cool too. But you can also learn. Um, how to chain assassinations so like you could be like sitting on like a rooftop and see like three dudes like around a campfire and just drop down stab one in the back like spin around stab the other guy in the throat and then mm. like turn around and throw a kunai into the other guy's face and like so like either you come at him straight ahead or you come at him from the top of a building or in the shadows you're learning some stuff to fuck these people up <laughs> So, I mean, like, is it the kind of thing where, like, you, so you're presented with, like, opportunities, you know, uh, I'm thinking, like, you know, Breath of the Wild, you can, like, kind of come at the camps a number of different ways, drop in, you know, roll a bomb in there, do something. Yeah. Is it the kind of thing where, like, as this samurai slash ninja with this uncle, uh, do you have, like, a devil uncle and an angel uncle, like a samurai uncle and a fucking ninja uncle on your shoulder being like, no, don't do it, go in there and slash their fucking faces off. No, no, you know, you should hide in the bushes and wait for one of them to come by and, you know, chop off their legs. Like, d does the uncle, like, come to you and offer you advice? Like, uh, is, is, is it like having two navvies for, not, uh, not for really. like, an uncle? Not really. Okay, dang. Um, sometimes you run into characters that are more ninja-y, and they're like, look, dude. Look, I knew your uncle. He was a punk. <laughs> there's like 50 of these fucking dudes. And if, you know, if you just walk in holding your sword in the air, they're going to fucking kill you. You can't do the cool, you know, five hit combo to 50 of them. So mm -hmm. what do you think? We need to sneak around, kill their leader to freak them the fuck out. You know, fire a, an arrow into that hornet's nest over there to like, you know, piss off the bees you know that yeah. that really fucks them up when you do that get the dogs that yeah. shoot the bees <laughs> yeah the dogs that shoot the bees <laughs> yeah is there so is there a command for like kill their leader and brandish their head to like you know make everybody quit and like serve you because that also seems like a really great strategy like i snuck into your camp and i killed the general <laughs> here's his here's his corpse i haven't you serve me now <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that's l2 yeah, just okay. tap L two. <laughs> I, I think you got to click the stick for that one. It's those uh, those extra buttons. There is a um, a talent you can skill into where, where if you perfect parry an enemy, like uh, other enemies nearby will get freaked out and um, nice and like try to run away. <laughs> like that's oh, cool. Oh shit, that guy knows how to fight. I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah I mean. That's actually, that's a really good thing. Like, I feel like too many times in games, like, you're fucking up a group of people and they just keep coming at you. It's like, you see I'm fucking you up. Like, it's coming. <laughs> yeah. You Don't have fuck no with hope. Right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Did like, you, I, you know I'm overpowered here. I'm the player. So, like, if you want to come at me, keep coming, baby. You know, but, like, they put a fear system into the NPCs. Like, okay, now we're talking. Like, uh-oh. You know, the NPC recognizes, like, hmm... I should go. You know, this, <laughs> man, I, you know I, I don't even care about this cause. I just work here. <laughs> uh, Jesse, this game sounds great. It's so and it's so fucking pretty. Um, there's a photography mode, which like that's half the game. Like I, I just find like cool mountains and like get my horse up there and then pose for like a stupid picture for like 20 minutes. It's like because I mean that's <laughs> it's it's accurate. If there's one thing Samurai's cared about, it's photography. Yeah. 
You also have a flute you can play, and uh, that's fun. Um, you have a horse. That is fun. Horses are good. Um, although, don't try to jump off a cliff with a horse, because it looks really fucking disturbing. I, I didn't mean to, I swear. Like, okay, hold on, yeah. You know, Wait. I, I kind of want to elaborate. So, like, don't, like, Thelma and Louise your way off a cliff no, no, with a horse? No, don't is do it, not. Is it... Like disturbing during the fall? Is it disturbing at the end of the fall specifically? <laughs> at the end of the fall. Like it wasn't that high up, but it was high enough to make the horse's legs do this thing that it shouldn't have oh, done. No. And Ooh. I went flying off the horse, and now I didn't take any damage, and my horse was still alive, so everything was okay. <laughs> but it looked awful, and I was like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> to be to be fair, falling off the cliff with the horse is not disturbing. It's the landing part that's yeah. a little bit off. Right. Landing on the ground is, is disturbing. The poor horse. I'm just you know, trying to picture how the legs like splay out. and It was I, wild. You know. I, like, for a video oh. game horse, I felt so, so fucking bad. <laughs> you feel so bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't want a game to program in like walls at the edge of all cliffs, but if you're riding a horse at, like, it happened to me a few times playing Red Dead Redemption, you know? Like, you're just kind of hauling ass, and it's like, oh, wait, you know, maybe something, like, a texture didn't quite load right. It's like, that was a cliff. I'm going down, baby. Oops. This ain't good. <laughs> like, yeah, that I horse feel, is fucked. <laughs> I feel bad, because I've, in so many games, I use the horse as a way to prevent myself from getting fall damage, you know? Yeah, because right. a lot of times, in games, the horse is fine. <laughs> you Yoshi that horse. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you treat it like Yoshi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I, I felt so bad today I uh, there were some Mongols and one of them was on a horse and I was like I'm gonna be you know kind of crazy and use this fire arrow well the, the, it caught no! <laughs> it caught the dude on fire but it also caught the horse on fire and I felt so bad and like afterwards like the horse's like horse friend was just standing there and I'm like I'm so sorry buddy I, I, oh no I'm Oh, they have friends yeah, the that are gonna mourn their loss. The well, I didn't know if he was mourning. Like, I don't know if the video game horse was mourning his video game horse friend, but probably I was mourning the video game horse. Mm. Oh God! Can you, yeah, can you imagine a video game horse funeral in the game. <laughs> Press F to uh. nay respects. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Episode well title. Done. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Wow. Yeah. Wherever, you um, are, wherever you are, Jeff, we want to kiss you. Two. <laughs> uh, uh, wonderful pick, Jesse. Uh, yeah, I do look forward to playing this. I, you know, now that I have officially beaten Final Fantasy VII Remake, I need a new PS4 game Dude, to play. And there's a and... sweet, sweet co-op mode. Ooh. Like, wait, okay, it's like a separate mode called Legends, and like, while you're playing the main game, there's like these dudes you find, they're like, do you want to play the Legends mode? They're like, talking about ancient Japanese legends. <laughs> what are you buying? Kind of. <laughs> and so you can play as one of four like uh, classes, like, they're just like souped up versions of like things you can do in Ghost of Tsushima. And then you fight like Oni and, and possessed warriors and magic people and stuff, but it's like co-op. So like if you got it, we could totally like samurai ninja some some stuff together. That's dope, man. Can I play as your uncle? I think so. Yeah. Hell yeah! <laughs> Count me in, baby. That's a that's a purchase. We right could role there. play, and you could pretend to be my uncle. Yeah, exactly. That'd oh be real god, weird. That'd be, a, 
That'd be a really good stream. Dude. Yeah, like, like you're yeah. like you know me stream some co-op Ghost of Tsushima, and I just speak as your uncle the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I won't demonstrate it right now. Um, you know, it's uh, it's not that kind of stream, but uh, uh, that sounds like a lot of fun, man. Uh, I I love just the idea of an open world samurai ninja action game. Um, it's real good. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think I gotta pick it up. Think I gotta get it. Uh, love the feudal uh, Japanese music there. Love those old instruments. Um, just a great pick, great lead. And so you're saying there is exploration in the game? Pretty, uh, oh, pretty yeah. uh, big open world. Yeah, you can just <laughs> fucking go ever. Oh, there's a, uh, um, what do you call them? Hot baths that you can go into, and every time Count you, me in. every time you go into, you get to see the dude's butt. So Count me double in. So oh, man. this game has butts. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Butts of Tsushima. That's right. Uh, that's what they should have called it. They should have <laughs> called this game Butts of Tsushima. <laughs> well, you only get to see one butt so far. I don't. I don't know if there's uh, more butts yet. I'm only in Act One. But well, this see, this is why we got to play co-op, Jesse. We got to double up those butts. <laughs> yeah, double up yeah. butts. <laughs> yeah, I think traditionally we got to go two... sit in a virtual hot spring together and show off our butts. Yeah, I think traditionally act two of most games is the butt act, right? So okay. you're bound to see more butts soon. Good. Yes, act number two, John. <laughs> number <Scott> two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, uh, what a fantastic out? game. <laughs> no, that, that sounds off the board, baby. <laughs> um, cool. Anything else, Jesse? Uh, great game. Uh, one more thing, there's bombs you can throw on people and they stick and then they explode, and that's always great in game. It's Halo as well? Yeah. Oh, wow! <laughs> this game has everything. Game 2 
Uh, so yeah, uh, the development team began conceptualizing this game in 2014 and wanted to create a title where players can create stories together. Almost all of this company's 200 staff members worked on this game. It's a shanty, a song from me, thrown upon the sea of thieves, of distant lands and adventures grand. Draw near, cause here I tell you won't believe. A jungle explorer went in search of gold, cursed by a wolf, or so the story's told. Jigsaws hunted by a barren bird. Save from a witch, well, that's what I heard. It's a rich and deep, to mark a jubilee. We'll head out on a treasure hunt and sail across the sea. Jewels that gleam like our wildest dreams. So pass a glass and listen to the rest. On these thrones, he's the king of all the land. Piles of coins and a tanker in his hand. <laughs> ah, that's a lovely tune, that is. I wonder who wrote it. I don't know. This ancient relic's magic keys, bananas and a secret cheese, a legendary pirate hole. There's too much to count it all. It's a rash antique for a family, a pirate's that are old and new. We've had laughs and cheers in the 35 years. Be free at sea. And join our shanty. All right, so let's see. Uh, got to figure out the hat trick sound this time. The right hat trick sound, I hope. Yes. <laughs> Everybody wrote, everybody wrote Sea of Thieves, and that is correct. So, a little peek behind the curtain. I saw this song was called A Rare Shanty, and I thought that was a cute little nod. I listened to the beginning and said, okay, cool. Oh, they said rare. Okay, cool. I skipped ahead a little bit. I'm like, okay, yeah. I skipped John. right over the part where they said Sea of Thieves. Join the Sea of Thieves. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Only as on soon, Xbox. As soon as I came up, I'm like, just uh, I look, I see John just staring at me. I'm like, yep, yep. And Game Pass for PC. <laughs> there are only a couple of clues in there, John. <laughs> and that second song was titled 1812. <laughs> it was a bit of a, a bit of a thing. Um, yeah, Johnny, that, that last song was only a couple of minutes long. You could have listened to the whole thing. You didn't really need to skip it. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Um, and what a song it was. Because <laughs> the funny thing is, I wasn't struggling to figure this out until, you know, uh, at all. So that song saying the name of the game was a bit of overkill. It's like, huh, pirate music, eh? Oh, trivia about, like, uh, creating a game that you can play with your friends. Like, this sounds, uh, you know, kind of jaunty. Might be that Sea of Thieves. It's the Sea of Thieves! <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, 
I guess it's Sea of Thieves. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm actually kind of glad for that because I had... I could not place this game because I... And I feel like many people, similar to me, completely forgot this game existed. Right. Like, I remember yeah. everybody was so excited, like, Oh, Rare is making a pirate game! This is gonna be amazing! And then it came out, and that was that. Right. Because, it, like many Rare games in the last 21 years or so, it uh, just kind of fell on deaf ears. Uh, namely, Xbox owners' systems and... You just don't hear about many of those people. I know they're out there. I know people own, like, Xbox systems and play rare games, but, yeah. Who are we talking about here? I think people I know like Jesse? Yeah. Yeah. Jesse, you play a little, uh, you play on that Sea of Thieves? Dude, this game is great. Oh, good! We got a guy! Hey, okay, so <laughs> this guy I know, Jesse, it turns out he's a closeted Sea of Thieves player. <laughs> uh, and he just opened himself up to us. Jesse, I'm so glad to know that you are a secret pirate. Uh, yeah, you, you've been concealing it so well all these years. You seldom wear the bandana. Your parrot has been dead for a long time. He's pining for the fjords. Ah. Nice. <laughs> You're very good at hiding that one wooden leg you got. Yeah. That's my dick. Honestly, the only tip-off is the giant massive beard. <laughs> right. But it's not black or blue, so... It's red. Yeah. It's reddish. Yeah. Okay, so... So, real talk... What kind of pirate has a red beard? Hey, real talk. My da you know, my dad likes to do, like, um, looking up DNA stuff, and there's a possibility, like a, like a real 50-50 chance, like 100% 50-50 chance <laughs> that we are related to Blackbeard, which is pretty Dumb. fucking heavy metal. Yeah, that's uh, pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah. So. It is, man. Yeah, I can't believe nobody can get Blackbeard to take a paternity test. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's kind of busy. God. Oh God! Sort of Mori, he takes a paternity test against like the whole audience. <laughs> <laughs> you are the father. Turns ah. out you're the father. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then fucking Genghis Khan stands up and he's like, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea. It's like the, you know, Sharon and her two lovers, Doug, and it's like. Like a guy in a polo shirt who works as an accountant, or Blackbeard the pirate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look at the picture of the baby, and it's a pirate. That's definitely his baby. Yeah. <laughs> Baby's got an eye patch and like a hook hand. <laughs> <laughs> Those pirate jeans are strong. Oh, what a cute little pirate! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, poor oh, Doug. Um, but anyway, so it's uh, Sea of Thieves. Uh, there are a lot of uh, a lot of raping and pillaging going on on this Sea of Thieves, there, Jesse. Um, not so much the R thing. Um, I think you could say it as it relates to pirates. Okay. I'm not making a rape joke. <laughs> but um, it's a pirate thing. It's <laughs> okay. So, God, this makes this game hard to talk about even though yeah. even though none of that well, you brought it up you know you brought it up <laughs> but um so this game it's tricky because i really enjoy it but it's hard as hell to play as one player um ideally you would want to play with a, at least one other friend because uh you get a ship oh yeah <laughs> yeah you get a ship and so if you play by yourself you can get like a little uh I forget what it is. Sloop. Yeah, sloop. sloop, yeah. 
And I said it first, John. And so um, <laughs> you still have to, you know, pull the sails down and, like, do all the boat stuff, like, manually, which in a way is kind of fun, you know. You know, you got to get your uh, – pull the anchor up, and the map is laid out. You don't, like, go open the menu to look at the map, so you have to, like, jump down to look at the map in the cabin and then go up. You know, if you have to operate the cannons, you have to get on the side where the cannons are and, and stuff. Um so, like, if you have another person with you, they can do that while you steer. Um, and then you, like, go find islands and, like, bear or dig up treasure and and uh, do uh, fight other ships. But um, the thing is, is, like, there are other players. I forget, like, how many other players are in, like, a server. It's, like, 12 or something. Like, it's not a whole lot. But if, oh. but if they find you... <laughs> A lot of times, like, my experience is I'll be, like, on an island, like, looking for stuff, you know, getting treasure and whatnot, and then I'll come back and see my boat is sinking, and a big, oh, and, a, no. and a big giant, like, galleon is, like, like uh, going by, and I'm like, what the, no, my ship, <laughs> and it, like, that, that really sucks. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna go check out this island, somebody just comes by and destroys your sloop. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, <laughs> you rich motherfuckers! <laughs> like, my sloop on B, no. Except yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I would absolutely name my ship is Sloop John B. So now you call it Sloop Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and um, so one time this happened to me, and I saw which way they were going, and so like I tried to fight them off, and there was too many of them, so they killed me. And, but I did, I did mess up their sails pretty bad with like a, a fire cannon. So that was you pretty cool. Them. <laughs> um, but I thought I saw where they were going. So whenever I respawned, I thought I would be smart and hit them off at the pass. So I went that way in that direction and I came across an island and it, I saw what looked like their ship. So I come up on it and just start just firing cannons into it and busting up. And then I hear this lady on voice chat going, Oh no, they're they always fucking attacking me today. God damn it. I can't fucking just get some stuff. All these fucking griefers. Fuck you. I hate playing online. And I'm like, whoa, 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 I'm sorry, I thought you were Pardon me, miss. I I didn't sink I didn't sink her ship, but I was like And the, and the cycle continues. <laughs> I was like, I thought you were these other guys. I'm really sorry. I, I feel so bad. I felt so bad. And like <laughs> she's like out there trying to play the right way, and you just fuck her whole sloop up. <laughs> just, and like, when your ship starts taking on water, you gotta bail it out with a bucket. So like, if you're getting it, like PvP is a nightmare on a ship when you're by yourself because you gotta do so many things. You gotta steer your ship. You gotta fire cannons. You gotta bail the water out. Like, but it's might as well just swim for it. Yeah. <laughs> But if you're not, like, fighting other people and you're just fighting, like, skeletons and stuff, that's real fun. Um, and, like, if you got, like, at least one other person to play with you, it'd probably be, like, that much better. But, like, you got, like, cool, like, flintlock guns and, and different kind of cutlasses. and Dope. <clears throat> it's very, very piratey. And, and it's that fun kind of, like, Monkey Island silly piratey. So that's that's good. Right, so not so much R&P, more uh, just kind of treasure hunting and yeah. swashbuckling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fighting it's... like a dairy farmer. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, just blowing up other kid, other people's sloops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I read that the whole kind of idea was, uh, you know, a problem with a lot of these big, play, um, like, RPG, MMORPG kind of games is, um, like, it's hard to get, like, a lot, a lot of younger players will just be focused on, or newer players will, will just be focused on trying to, like, get the best stuff and grinding through experience as quickly as possible but i think this game is different from that right like it's yeah it's meant to be so that novices and experienced players will probably actually play together yeah you know? there's no like really levels you don't like really good level up like uh you do like, Much like pirates <laughs> yeah you do get like rep and stuff that you can earn to get more like cool cosmetics to make your guns I was gonna look say, cooler. hopefully a bigger hat yeah yeah you can make your pirate look dope as hell like hooks and peg legs and you can have pirates you can have a like pet monkey uh, yeah oops all pegs yeah, I, I saw pictures of uh, I saw pictures of little cat companions just as pirates yep yep there's... and I wanted to get the game just for that that they look right, so cute so, John, there's the part where Johnny admits he hasn't gotten the game yet but uh, Johnny pirate cats dude just do it it's on, yeah. it's on PC so you can yeah I also I didn't know it was on PC. I thought this was Xbox only this whole time. Yep. Mm. Yeah. It's time, John. Let's all get it. Yeah, we should. Yeah, let's, uh, let's all become you know, pirates. Right. I'm sure my crappy ass computer can play this game with you guys. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, maybe not so much. Uh, you know, surely somebody has an Xbox they're not using. They can spot me. Uh, Tunas, send John your Xbox. Yes, exactly. The the large the new ones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> send me those big crazy fucking things. I'm going to blow my vape smoke into it. Uh, <laughs> <No>! <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, you know, conceptually, yeah, I fucking love the idea of this game. I was also thinking, like, uh, you know, if they wanted to do a follow-up to it, I've been watching, uh, you know, uh, since I got HBO Max, I've, I've watched Porco Rosso a few times, which is about sky pirates in the Adriatic Sea. That would be a dope continuation of this. Like, Adriatic Sea of sky pirate thieves, like... Uh, just this game mixed with like Crimson Skies where you're flying around being sky pirates instead of sea pirates but with like a maritime setting and treasure hunting and like you know, pirate factions and shit uh, give me that game as well but for now this game seems fun in theory uh, you know Starting out, it sounds like uh, kind of like that, uh, what was that game we talked about a couple weeks ago where you start out just naked and people grief you oh, like, Rust Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like <laughs> here you are, the Sea of Thieves. It's, Here's your little canoe. It's, it's like, not. Um, it's not that bad. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> you can at least start having fun. Yeah, definitely. I, I didn't get killed off until it was like my f fifth or sixth island I was looting. So, cool, very cool. Um, yeah, no, this game sounds fucking great, man. Uh, yeah. Um, is it like is it still getting updates or anything? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, they it just, only came out. It only came out just a couple of years ago. It's still around. I think officially, you might want to double check, but I feel like it went free to play. Oh, word. But hmm. you might want to double check. I know it has like a battle pass and stuff like that, but um, you might want to look into well, yeah. that. I'm going to have to check this out because, uh, yeah, pirates. I mean, you know, it's funny. We did start out with a samurai slash ninja game, and now we're on a pirate game. I, I don't really want to get into the ninjas versus pirate debate, but in terms of, like, games that I like to play, you know, I'm going ninja, but in terms of games I wish I had played more of, I think I'm thinking pirate. Like, there's, it's, uh, there's some good pirate games. Yeah. 
I feel like pirate is uh, the the less represented in the game world, and uh, should change that with some Sea of Thieves. Johnny, do you have thoughts? It's your fucking game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You guys <laughs> kinda just like, kind of kept going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I want to know what you a, think. Ninjas versus pirates, motherfucker. Well, I so I would like to play a pirate game where you get to participate in some ninja-like activities, right? Like I would That's like a, such a cop out, John. I mean, I'm I'm team pirate over team ninja. I'll Thank say you. that. But you know, I would like to play like a stealthy pirate game, right? A game where you sneak in at night to like a town and set it on fire before anybody wakes up. That I would like to do. Johnny, let me tell you about this game. It's called Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag. Shit, fuck, that's solely... <laughs> that game's pretty good, too. That's what I want. Yeah, it's apparently also a very good pirate game. You just happen to also be playing as an Assassin's Creed for some reason. Mm. I'm just curious how you can be stealthy with a flintlock pistol. Like, that is not a quiet weapon. You can hit him in the well, back of the head with the, it. You get the right. flintlock silencer add-on. Yeah. That's what you do. <laughs> you find those, you know... 1500 silencers and use them. Uh, they're enormous and they actually make the guns louder, but you know, they, they were trying things. It's called Kill Everyone in the Room. Mm hmm. Go in there and do the uh, hit the pirate button to be like, Yo, hey, hey, bring your asses out here. And, uh, you know, like a, the samurai sword thing. Like five guys approach you and you shoot all of them with your rapid reloading flintlock pistol. Wow. <laughs> It's Still. a thing, David. <laughs> We're from St. Augustine. You know it's a thing. Well, no, they had like those belts that would have like six flintlock pistols in them. So they were just like, <laughs> pull two out, shoot them, drop them, pull the other two out, shoot them, <laughs> drop them, pull the yeah. other two out, shoot them. And if you still got stuff to do, you got a cutlass. <laughs> yep, exactly. Flintlocks akimbo, and then you fall back on the sword, baby. <laughs> flintlocks akimbo. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe wakes up as the pirate with like pistols taped to his head. I'd watch the fuck out of that. Yeah, I would. Sounds great. <laughs> Do you have some objection to this, David? No, not at all. In fact, I was going to petition for the episode title to be Flintlocks Akimbo. Uh, it's good, man. You recognize why I say certain things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say Jesse, great pick. No, Johnny, <laughs> good pick. Yeah, you should probably it. play this game. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, join right. Team Pirate on the Sea of Thieves. Yar. Game three.
right, guys. Uh, so this game uh, received a remastered version that was met with uh, mixed to average reviews from critics, but overwhelmingly negative response from players. Upon its release, the re-released uh, game was review-bombed on Metacritic, reaching a low score of 0.5 out of 10 after a few days of release based on over 14,000 reviews.
How's everybody feeling? I feeling think I'm pretty good. good. Yeah, good. Very good. Uh, as you're showing your answers, I want to thank our fan requester tonight. This one came to us from Mork in Discord. Thank you very much, Mork. Uh, let's see. Johnny says The Last oh, of Us shit. 2, sadly incorrect. Jesse says... Fuck. Uh, oh, he Death does see your master. Uh, Death Stranding is incorrect. And David has the answer that is the remastered version of this game. David says Warcraft 3 Reforged. This is Warcraft 3 colon Reign of Chaos. So is that is that yeah, correct? correct? Okay. Closer okay. oh, sure. than you two knuckleheads. <laughs> the way the trivia was going, I thought you were talking about the remastered version. So that's what I, I went I, with. I the game received a remaster that had overwhelmingly negative response. That was the trivia. I okay. see. Because uh, you know, I wasn't even aware of Warcraft Three Reforged until I began searching for trivia for this. I'm like, oh, they re-released Warcraft Three. I wonder how that was. Oh, apparently it wasn't all that good. That's not a uh, not so good, guys. Um, I, I was not aware they made this game. And uh, I mean, I don't like guys being divas about fucking games and review bombing them and things like that. But it sounded like it sounded like they really fucked up on this remake. Um, I guess, like, Blizzard promised a bunch of features, and they just didn't do them. Uh, and then, you know, it was, like, glitchy, and uh, they <clears throat> fucked with, like, the original game's, like, interface, and promised, like, new story, you know, stuff, and that didn't take shape. Uh, and then, apparently, the one thing that I was reading that, uh, that made me kind of really arch an eyebrow and be like, ooh, yeah, fuck that. It said uh, they were criticized for their decision that due to sharing... Uh, due to a sharing Reforged client, Reforged, Reforged's client, all existing copies of Warcraft 3 Reign of Chaos were required to update to a newer version, which meant that many of the gameplay changes in Reforged were now mandatory in the original game. Oh. Ooh, that sucks ass. <laughs> you fucking, you know, I was, I was like, okay, so you made a remake and, you know, people have the option to play it or not play it. No, turns out, if you want to play your old Warcraft 3, which nobody realistically should be doing in 2020, but hey, who knows? Uh, turns out, yeah, you can't. You have to play a fucking, you know, up updated version of it. Like, ooh, not so, uh, not so good there, Blizz. Jesse? I'm wondering how they got this to be a uh, game with exploration. Hey, I take, uh, when Mork makes the request... I take it on faith that you have to do a little exploring, man. It's Warcraft, I assume. It's a strategy it takes game, place, You've got to explore the world. you yeah, got to explore, explore the rest of the map. map. I guess. Yeah. I, okay. God damn it, Mork. Uh, you know, I'm calling you out right here on the podcast. You know, we need to get him on to defend this fucking pick. I know he's in Texas and he's without power and living in a frozen house. Get your ass on the podcast <laughs> and defend yourself right now. You yeah, know. what'd that guy say, you know... You you got to be a survivor, or you suck, or some shit. <laughs> yeah. What's that expansion for Warcraft Three? The Frozen Throne. Is that where Mork <laughs> is right now? You you know, frozen <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, did he did he sneak a not so explory game on me? It even was seconded in the request channel by somebody else. So I assumed that it met the criteria I mean, for the I show. I guess exploring the map, but like you don't really. I don't know. It's. It's close. That's, well, it's this, close. This is also another reason I brought it on Real the show. Real close. Because I didn't feel like really doing much research, and I assume that Jesse and Johnny <laughs> both played this. 
I, I mean, I've played way more Warcraft two than Warcraft three. I've played a little bit of it. Right, but a you can bit. speak to whether or not maybe it's got some exploring. Uh, not, not, you know, have we ever game over to Fan Request before? Because I feel you like know, this I is. I feel like we haven't, but this is right on the cusp, isn't it? It's yeah, not on the it's. I feel like we should give the requester the benefit of the doubt, and by you know exploring the map in this strategy game, there is there is exploration. Mm-hmm. And this has nothing to do with me trying to broaden the uh, definition of exploration. Oh, wait, yeah, of God course help you, he David. wants this to... Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, okay, yeah. We can't establish this as a game over right now, because then David might get really gamed over Two here game in overs in a single show? Oh, Ooh, God. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> um... See, I, yeah, that's the thing. I, I, again, I assume that Johnny and Jesse would be able to speak to it more than I, I would, because, you know, I don't know. PC strategy games, uh, namely the Warcraft and Starcraft games, not really my wheelhouse. Um, I know they exist. I know they're quite popular. I know they've gone on to influence uh, current games that are very popular. Uh, your MOBAs and what have you. Um, Jesse or Johnny, speak to uh, in what way this game is uh, like Dota and or League of Legends. Well, I believe Dota started as like a custom map for Warcraft Three, <laughs> so Thank this game you. actually spawned Dota. <laughs> so you're telling me it's a little bit of a Dota? Well, yeah. yes, it's it's Dota's daddy. Like if you yeah. brought this and uh, Starcraft onto an episode of Mori, this would absolutely be yeah. the father. <laughs> the maternity test would be definitive. <laughs> I don't know why, but the phrase Dota's daddy just bothers me. Yeah, it bothers me too. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Um, but who's League of Legends daddy? Is it also this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, Heroes <laughs> of New Earth, Heroes of the Storm. Mm. Uh, well, Heroes of the Storm is like literally a like a based on Blizzard properties. Like, it's a crossover thing, right? Like, yeah, but it's basically a MOBA, which is a Dota. Okay, gotcha. God, all these <laughs> fucking acronyms, man. Does Dota stand for something? Uh, Defense of the Ancients. Thank you. And MOBA is multiplayer online battle arena. Yes. And Lol. Warcraft. Does that stand for something? No, that's just Warcraft. Like, WoW is, for- is World of Warcraft. <laughs> Okay, thought, yeah, WoW is a thing. I thought no, Dota was damage over time, actually. No. No, you're, well, okay. you're thinking of you're thinking of the, the equation for gravity. <laughs> Dota, like, defense <laughs> over time. Whoa. <laughs> That's Whoa, places. Uh, so, but yeah, so Warcraft itself is not an acronym. Because, like, you know, like, Beastie oh. Boys is a fucking acronym. Wait, like, is it? You know, it's secretly. Wait. Yeah, I don't remember what it no, is offhand. You, you but it, can't come with that kind of knowledge and not <laughs> I, I'm just saying, they never fucking, you know... <sighs> Beastie Boys acronym, this hold on. This is important. I'm pretty sure Warcraft is an acronym for, like, wicked awesome, uh, ransacking... No, Johnny, stop. Crafting... Stop. stop. <laughs> <laughs> wicked awesome ransacking craft three. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Mike Diamond of the Beastie Boys says Beastie is an acronym for Boys Entertaining Anar- Anarchistic States Towards Internal Excellence. Okay, wow. Yeah, fucking <laughs> take it from the mouth of Mike D, if you will. Um, I did not know that. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. So, yeah, they learned. 
it's it's hip hop nonsense is what it is. Fucking, That's great. You know, like, it was really funny. Speaking of fucking stupid acronyms, the other day, uh, you know, I was like, my dad was over here having dinner, and I'm fucking mentioned something offhandedly about Wu Tang, and he, my father, tried to say, you know, you know, Wu Tang actually stands for something. I'm like. Oh boy! I'm curious to know what you think that means. <laughs> He's trying to explain that, like you know, like W U T A N G stood for something. I'm like, Dad, you know, did you start listening to the Riz's podcast or something? Like, what the fuck? Where did that? Did you just try to like? Well, actually, me, me you, my 68 year old dad, <laughs> tried to well actually me about Wu Tang. Hey, you, <laughs> you know, son. Well, see the, <laughs> yeah. the hey, Wu Tang. Uh, Wu Tang ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was about to say, you know, like... I heard the Wu Tang's for the children. <laughs> Did you know it's an acronym? The W stands for Warcraft Theory Reign of Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Warcraft Theory Reign of Chaos. Underrated, terrific, awesome, new. Game. <laughs> Clan. <laughs> Episode <Beautiful>. title. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, no, it's got to be about fucking Warcraft 3 Reforged. So, yeah, Warcraft 3 Reforged, underrated, terrific, awesome new game. Wu-Tang Clan has secretly been endorsing this awful remaster of Warcraft <laughs> 3 for years. Since 1993. Um, Before Blizzard Bienna, uh, was Blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Blizzard stands for something. Johnny, tell us what that is. Uh, blowing ladies and... <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> that's, that's Whoa! where you went right away. Blowing ladies? Like, like, like are you doing the blowing to the ladies, or are these ladies blowing? Like, which one is it? I don't, I don't even Game know. Because then, then I said A for and, but Blizzard spelled with an I. Blazzard? <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed that when Blazzard. you said, what does Blizzard stand for, you immediately went to blowing ladies instead of just moving on to the next game. <laughs> it was, you were you literally the only one of us with a get out of jail button, and you and didn't also, push it. Blazzard. If you got past the third letter, you have to come up with two Z's, John. It's a hard acronym. <laughs> it's, a, it's an impossible task. <laughs> yeah, and you couldn't even get past blowing ladies. To the Blazzard. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, I think... Yeah, Thanks, so Mork. jury... Jury of our peers, are we game overing Mork right now? Um, I vote yes. yes. no. Yes, it's a three to one vote, Mork. Game over, baby. Game over! I can't wait to see what David's pick is. <laughs> Hey there, listener. John here with something of an unprecedented situation on Game That Tune. Uh, during our recording, Mork uh, was in Texas, which uh, was in the midst of unprecedented snowstorms this past week, and he was not able to join us for the live show or defend himself in the chat during our uh, shellacking and game-overing of him. So he has actually called into the Patreon hotline with a uh, editorial reply. So we're going to play that now. Mork here. 
So in Warcraft 3, uh, the map starts black. Like, you can't see it. And then you go explore it. That's literally the game. Mork out! We're not going to edit anything else into the show, so at the end of the show, we are still going to be dunking on him pretty hard. But uh, we appreciate you, Mork. Uh, you know, uh, for the record, I thought that it qualified for the theme, but I, I really wanted to game over you just for the shock value. So, anyway, moving on to game four. Game four.
So the box art for this game features uh, different variations based on region. In Japan and Europe, there is a happy cartoon version of the main character, whereas in America, the box art has a photorealistic picture of a trench-coated gangster shooting a Tommy gun. Gentlemen, who has their guesses, answers, and or penis drawings? Uh, so, John Harrington says Dick Tracy, sadly incorrect. Uh, John Regan and Jesse have the correct answer of Avenging Spirit. I'm surprised. I didn't think anybody would get this because this is kind of an obscure game. Um, it's Johnny's favorite game. Johnny loves Avenging Spirit. I just remember yeah. it was one of the first games on the uh, 3DS Virtual Console. It was. And Johnny, I'm guessing you got this because I forgot to delete tags, didn't I? No, that's not why I got it. Um... <laughs> it's okay, John. You can admit that's why you got it. That's why I got it. <laughs> okay. Um... So this was originally an arcade game that got ported to Game Boy and nothing else, which I think is weird, because you would imagine it would get, like, an NES or a Genesis version or something like that, but no, they just went straight to Game Boy. 
and that was it. Uh, but this is a fun little platforming game. Um, it's very dark because yeah. the, the <laughs> game is about a um, a guy and his girlfriend. They are like out on a date when they run into some gangsters, and then the main character gets shot dead, and his girlfriend is kidnapped. I was gonna say, fun little platforming game. <laughs> so you play the game as an avenging spirit, and the whole sort of like hook of the game is as a ghost, you can only exist for a certain amount of time. You have like a health bar that keeps decreasing, but you can possess any of the enemies in the game, and then suddenly that becomes your new life bar, and all of the abilities they have is what you can do. So, like, you can possess a gangster who can shoot their Tommy gun, or you can possess a robot that shoots missiles, or you can possess, like, there's a... They call it a snow lady, but it's basically just, like, a woman in a dress who kind of rolls giant snowballs on the ground. Um, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Snowballs. So it's it's kind of like a Kirby a game, but instead of like inhaling cartoon enemies to use their powers, you're a ghost who possesses human beings and other creatures to yeah. use their yeah. powers. It's funny you relate it to a Kirby game because I was relate relating it to like Super Mario Galaxy, but Mario's dead the whole game, which right. would be pretty interesting. Or Honestly. it's like, it's a reverse Kirby, where instead of eating things and taking on their powers, you're dead, and enter <laughs> their bodies. They eat you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, there's, there's not a lot of games where you start off dead. You know, right. that's usually what you're trying to avoid ha having happen, you know, the whole game. <laughs> the, uh, and it's hmm. like, if Double Dragon, instead of, you know, just punching your own girlfriend in the stomach and taking her away, you were also there, and they killed you. And then you had to find a way to beat them up, despite being dead. It's like ghosts. I mean, basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then one of the things Ghost that game. I think is really cool, like, because it, you know, subverts expectations by killing you in the beginning. Um, yeah, what a start. <laughs> you're, you're trying to rescue your girlfriend, and usually, like, that's the end goal of a game and the damsel in distress and whatnot. But if you, you have to collect three keys throughout the levels, um, and if you collect all of them, you can unlock and rescue your girlfriend, and then you actually possess her to fight the final boss, and she is, like, the strongest character in the game. She has more health than everyone else, she has a fucking laser gun, she has, like, a crazy high jump, so, like, the... The damsel in distress, poor defenseless woman is actually the most badass person in the entire city. I mean, it makes sense why you were dating her, man. Like, <laughs> she's got a laser cannon, she can jump real high, she's the strongest chick in the whole city. But like, it, man, you were, uh, you were lucky to have is her. Is it okay to violate her trust to take control of her body? Is that okay? Are we saying that's okay, David? I mean... No. Okay. When you put it like that... Just making sure. No. Yeah. <laughs> you Wonder Woman 1984 that ass? Hmm? I don't know, oh, I no. haven't seen that movie yet, yeah. because... I've heard that it's not a great film. Yeah, I've heard things. Here's my take on Wonder <laughs> Woman 1984. Brace <laughs> for this. I think that movie is pretty fun, and I had a good time watching it, and it's really weird. Not that uh, yeah. weird. Yeah, have you? Uh, am I the only one that's watched that? You guys watched that? Yet. No, I saw it like opening day. 
Johnny, you going to the theater, you motherfucker? No, 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 no. Like on HBO Max or whatever it was on. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you watched it on Christmas? Yeah. You, I feel like you remember it. Like, you open up your fucking Christmas present and pop on Wonder Woman 84. It makes for a memorable Christmas. Yeah, I feel it, like if it was on Christmas Day, there might have been something else on that day to remind you what day yeah. it is. It was a dick in a box. <laughs> oh, that so, came through. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so, so, yeah. You got my goddamn skin. <laughs> Wonder Woman 84 is fine if you just don't think too hard about what's going on. That's, that's Again, the key. Yeah, you gotta shut thing, it like, off. And yeah. just kind of like, just let it happen, I it's guess. It's like wrestling. Because, yeah, there's Honestly, a lot of stuff in the movie that yes. you're like, you know, this raises some concerns, <laughs> like, but just just don't. Just don't, just don't worry about it. Right. No, and a lot of this, uh, I think, are coming from a somewhat disingenuous place on the internet, where uh, maybe, just maybe, they are being a little extra critical of a movie directed by and starring a woman. Just spitballing here. That's as hot of a take as I'm prepared to drop on Wonder Woman uh, 84. <laughs> I'm I'm just a little upset because, again, I haven't seen it, but from what I understand, um, it is a Wonder Woman movie featuring Maxwell Lord. Maxwell Lord has been stylized to be based on Donald Trump, and Wonder Woman does not do the one thing she is famous for with Maxwell Lord. It's a in cryptic the, statement that I'm sure is understood by many DC Comics fans out there. In the comics, like, Wonder Woman has a showdown with Maxwell Lord, and she snaps his neck and kills him in front of, like, several people. I was like, oh, they're yeah. making her fight Maxwell Lord based off Trump? Awesome! Oh, no, she doesn't do that. Well, yeah. I, I didn't think he was based off Trump, though. The that's, Trump thing was a, a bit a of a stretch. That's honestly yeah. just them putting it on him, because it's, it's an 80s movie, and he's a sleazy business guy. Yeah. And it's Pedro Pascal with like a weird hairdo. Uh, <laughs> it's it's honestly not really. That. I didn't know. Again, I haven't killed. seen it. I just know that. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, she make him tell the truth with a fa uh, fancy lasso. She does that to a lot of people, David. Um, <laughs> fancy but... lasso. But she um, <laughs> it's a fancy lasso. It makes people tell the truth. <laughs> she doesn't kill that many people. It's rare for right. her to kill people. Just like it's rare to have a game where you die in the beginning. Mm. So, ooh, yeah, man. That's what Take we call a, a segue. Yeah, so, that's called a, a course correction. <laughs> so let's talk about the exploration aspect of this game. What are you that's exploring? That's an even better course exactly. correction there, Jenny. <laughs> so that's why, like, there are large, expansive levels, but there's you. they're not, like, the game you don't boy. really go looking they're for on a bunch of game boy. <laughs> yeah, you don't really go for, like, hidden collectibles or all that. I was mainly looking at this as an exploration game because you steal enemies and like the exploration is kind of the trial and error possessing bodies to see like okay well what does this person do what can i do in this form and it wasn't so much a level exploration as like a gameplay exploration because mm -hmm. it's it's kind and of an like exploration of various tropes and how to subvert them it's i mean it it reminded me a lot of like exploring in Kirby 64 like you don't really explore the levels you just like combine power-ups to see what'll happen and that's kind of where the the exploration and uniqueness is so I mean that's kind of the angle that I was going for because um, you you do explore but it's in various bodies which sounds really weird when I say it out loud <laughs> yep uh, no, you're bodies, they're a wonderland. 
You're exploring each other's bodies. I get it. Go on. No, you're exploring <laughs> other people's bodies by entering them. Right. Um, unknowingly. Yeah, you don't have a body yeah. anymore. You're you're literally exploring other people's bodies. Without their permission, by the way. Well, I mean, they're well, all in fairness, enemies. They, you so. were murdered. Well, yeah. Yeah, they're... They are trying to kill is everyone you. you possess. And they succeed. Is everyone you possess someone who murdered you? They all work for the same gang. They pulled the collective trigger. Yeah, it was one big uh, gun. Collective trigger. <laughs> Although, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, somehow we have, like, a secondary theme for this episode. Because we had Ghosts of Tsushima, we had uh, Sea of Thieves, and one of the enemy types, actually, like, my favorite enemy type in this game is the ninja. So, we have another uh -huh. ninja game. Okay. Now, I thought you were gonna say, like, we, we, you know, we have a secret contest to see who's got the best job. So we've had, you know, ninja versus pirate, throw in some orcs, now you got a ghost. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, who, who's in the who's in the front running right now? Like, you know, who do you want to be? Ninja versus pirate versus orc versus ghost. You know, uh, what's uh, what's your pick so far? I mean, I feel like I would say ghost, but I also feel like that's a cop out answer because you could just possess any of the other ones. You're dead. Exactly. Yeah, but see, there's the caveat, man. You're actually dead. So, you know, what's uh, how much fun can you really have? Like. It's fleeting your uh, your enjoyment of possessing those other things' bodies, because uh, you know you're just a sad little ghost who you know doesn't get to hang out with his girlfriend anymore. Think although, about it, David. This game's devastatingly sad. <laughs> although that that does remind me, it's funny that you bring that up because that's the ending. Like there are two endings to this game. There's you know a bad ending and a good ending depending on if you rescue your girlfriend. The good ending is you save your girlfriend, she gets to, like, run away, and then you kind of come out of her body and then have to wave goodbye to her and then go off to heaven. Like, I mean, the, that's good. The good, yeah, but the good ending is you never get to see your girlfriend again because you're fucking dead. Right, but you saved her from being kidnapped by a crime syndicate. Yeah, True. And you're see, the bad end, honestly, the bad ending would be you save her and then you have to come back to life and still live on this planet. Well, no, no. The, the bad ending would be that you have unfinished business for some reason and remain a ghost for eternity, right? Ooh, yeah, like, that too. The well, ending is a good ending because you get stuck you... in your girlfriend's body and she never realizes it, and you're just a ghost in her the whole time, and it feels like she's got gas or something. That's you. But it's her boyfriend's spirit pressing down on her intestines the whole time. Actually, the bad ending is you you destroy the the hideout but you don't rescue her, so presumably she is killed in the explosion, and then the Are ghost... demolition man the hideout? <laughs> and then the ghost just kind of, like, you sit on a hill, like, watching the sun, and then your health depletes, and you just kind of fade away. That's brutal. Oh, man. It's I a really, play this game. It's a really yeah. sad game for the Game Boy. I'm gonna have to... Right, I know. Ugh. Oh, man. I love, ah, I'm so excited to play this dark, dark game. Oh, man. <laughs> See, it's weird, too, because, like, you have such a dark ending to this game, but the ghost itself is so adorable and cutesy, and you're fighting, mm -hmm. like, fucking ninjas and 1920s gangsters. Like, it's not a very grit or gritty game, but it's super sad. Yeah. Just like Kirby. Those games get real, real dark <laughs> oh, yeah, at the end. True. Yep. Facts. Facts are facts, man. The truth is the truth. Um, 
Man. <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> facts are facts. <laughs> the truth is the truth. Good old Matt Hardy. <laughs> um... <laughs> Interesting pick, David, I gotta say. Uh, yeah, it, you really shouldn't take too much of the drunk talk after we declare the theme as part of the theme, because usually it's nonsense. Usually the themes are pretty, pretty clear in their description, and all that post-talk, it's just nonsense. So you, you really gotta watch out for that, David. It's, uh, it'll trip you up. Pay attention to that shit. Uh... Anything else, Dave, before we move on? Uh, no. It's a, it's a fun, little, enjoyable game. If you can get past the, like, soul-crushing depressiveness of it. Yeah, the, the existential devastation of the entire thing. Um, oh, know, sign cool. me up. Yeah. Sign me up. Man. Uh, you know, great pick. Hell of a soundtrack. Johnny, game over his ass. Game over! Pay closer attention next time, David. I was really Game hoping. Five. <laughs> to the town of our free rode a stranger one fine day. Hardly spoke to folks around him, didn't have too much to say. No one dared to ask his business, no one dared to make a slip. The stranger there among them had a big iron on his hip, big iron on his hip. It was early in the morning when he rode into the town. He came riding from the south side, slowly looking all around. He's an outlaw loose and running, came the whisper from each lip. And he's here to do some business with a big iron on his hip. Big iron on his head. In this town there lived an outlaw by the name of Texas Red. Many men had tried to take him and that many men were dead. He was vicious and a killer, though a youth of 24. And the notches on his pistol numbered one in 19 more. One in 19 more. Now the stranger started talking, made it plain to folks around. Was an Arizona Ranger, wouldn't be too long in town. He came here to take an outlaw back alive or maybe dead. And he said it didn't matter, he was after Texas Red. After Texas Red. Wasn't long before the story was relayed to Texas Red. But the outlaw didn't worry, men the tribe before were dead. Twenty men had tried to take him, twenty men had made a slip. Twenty-one would be the ranger with the big iron on his hip, big iron on his hip. The morning passed so quickly it was time for them to meet It was twenty past eleven when they walked out in the street Folks were watching from the windows, everybody held their breath They knew this handsome ranger was about to meet his death 
about to meet his death There was forty feet between them when they stopped to make their play And the swiftness of the ranger is still talked about today Texas red is not cleared leather for a bullet fairly ripped And the ranger's aim was deadly with the big iron on his hip Big iron on his hip It was over in a moment and the folks had gathered round There before them lay the body of the outlaw on the ground Oh, he might have went on living, but he made one fatal slip When he tried to match the ranger with the big iron on his hip Big iron on his hip Big iron, big iron When he tried to match the ranger with the big iron on his hip Big iron on his head Begin again In the night Let's sway soaking it in um so the uh, survival and hunger mechanics in the 2009 game stalker call of pripyat greatly influenced this game's hardcore mode to the point that one of the developers called this game's hardcore mode basically a ripoff
How are you guys feeling? I'm feeling great. great. Questionable. Good. Good enough. We'll see it. Ah, oh, Johnny drew a, a penis, unfortunately. And Jesse and David both have the correct answer. This is Fallout New Vegas. Mm-hmm. A game that, in the lead-up to you know this episode, I could swear we had used on the show before, and I'm I'm baffled by the fact that it's been 235 episodes and I've yet to bring out Fallout New Vegas. I'm uh, huh. pretty happy to be able to do it now. It may or may not have influenced the entire conception of this theme, because I was like, wait, 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 wait. Like I, I was talking with the radio guys the other day. I got some uh, some new tracks added for Fallout Three. I got the the Galaxy News Radio stuff on there. Some of that that old swing music. And then I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and throw the New Vegas stuff in here, too. And then I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Check the spreadsheet. That's odd. Uh, I, did I not write it down when we previously used New Vegas? No, I, we haven't at all used New Vegas. So I didn't add the music to the uh, to the radio because it would have sent John an email informing him that we, uh, you know, had added this to the, uh, you know, radio there. And he would have figured it out. But would uh, I? Yeah. Would I have? I, I mean... Knowing you, 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 you use every resource available to you. You use the metadata, you use the emails. Uh, you know, if, if you let something slip, Johnny's going to pick it up, man. You I, did check so, the tags for my game literally 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like the, if, if I got that email like a day or two ago, I'm like, oh. Oh, how nice. Okay, we must use that at some point. That's definitely how I would have thought. John wouldn't add his game in the week prior to the show. Exactly. It's like, John not wouldn't do that. That's crazy. heavy game like Fallout New Vegas. No, no. Certainly has nothing <laughs> to do with the upcoming show. Much like Jesse streaming his game prior to the show. <laughs> yeah, I don't Jesse's, know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, Jesse never streams the game that he's going to pick, uh, pick for this week's game, that tune. Just like I would never add the uh, soundtrack that I plan to use because I enjoy listening to things on GTT Radio. Twitch.tv slash GTT Radio. Um... So no, I didn't do that. So Johnny drew a penis, uh, which is too bad. Also, because I've been depriving everybody of this nice uh, Fallout New Vegas music. It's All got of that really... to say, this is why Johnny drew a penis. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, you, you really gotta you know tell the legend of Johnny's penis. You've never penises. explored the penis backstory before. <laughs> right, that's not the kind of exploration we're talking about on this episode, Johnny. Uh, we're talking about actual striking penises. out into the desert. A <laughs> penis uh, desert. Yeah. Big old wasteland of penises. Um, no, thankfully, Fallout, you know, for all its uh, sophomore humor, there's not a whole lot of dicks in the desert, which is nice. It's uh, it's a pretty good game, man. Uh, you know, any of you guys, uh, I'm mostly pointing to Jesse, any of you guys play, uh, play a little Fallout? Oh, yeah. David, Johnny, you ever give this one a chance? Any of these a chance? Is this the one that came out and everybody hated it, and then everybody no. liked it afterwards? Uh, that's most fallouts. Um, I think it was Fallout <laughs> Four. I think that was the one okay. that came, or seventy six. Seventy six oh, is definitely the one that everybody hated. It's seventy six that I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah, seventy six is the one that takes place in West Virginia, and it's like the uh, the MMO type one, and apparently it was not very good upon release. And you give it a little bit of time, and they apparently made it pretty good. Uh, 
this one is just another, you know, of the uh, PS3 era ones. And uh, yeah, just you alone taking on the wasteland, baby, out in that desert near New Vegas. Uh, you know, the courier walks softly. Uh, you know, and so this uh, it continues our series of uh, you know discussing which uh, which job you'd prefer. So is it ninja, pirate, orc, ghost, or courier? Um, based on playing this game, hate to say it, I'm still picking ninja, but courier's in the mix. Like uh, this this uh, this game, arguably the best game ever in which you play as a courier. Hmm. I'd almost actually I'll, I'll update that inarguably the best game ever in which you play as a courier <laughs> you you can play all of escape velocity as a courier and that was a pretty great game mirror's edge is pretty so, fun isn't the messenger about a courier yes it's a messenger that game's pretty good. but he's also a ninja shit he's a ninja courier yeah yeah you, oh, you can go buying jobs yeah, wow, what a game. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> trying to think of it. Uh, I want to say maybe in Infamous, also, you're a courier. You're like a messenger guy. Yeah, or, yeah, or yeah, you're I a delivery so. guy at the very least. Uh, shit. Which turns leads out, us back to Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> <laughs> turns out courier is a well-tread uh, trope in games. Because why else would you have a just a blank slate character go somewhere to do something if not delivering a package? That's a good start to a game. Is Paperboy a game where you play as a courier? Seems to be! <laughs> <laughs> the original! <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Jesse, you did play this one then. Uh, you know, you, uh, you explore this wasteland pretty thoroughly. You get out there, really get into it like I did. You know, New Vegas is the one I haven't spent as much time with. But um, I do know it's made by Obsidian, and they're, they do a good job. They do. They very much do, and I think they did a good job on this one. Uh, you know, they uh, they didn't do an excellent job um, at release. The, I remember this game. I got it for my birthday in 2010. Notoriously buggy as shit. Like, unplayable at the beginning. Gave it a couple of weeks. Turns out they patched it, and it became very playable and very fucking fantastic. Uh, I really enjoy this game. I love the fucking setting. I like the, you know, the whole Vegas thing is fun. Um, you know, eventually getting to the you know the city proper and going to those casinos. I love the gambling mini games, and eventually being run out of every casino in town because I'm so good at fucking New Vegas blackjack. Like, um, what was that? Was there? There was another game. Uh, was it like Caravan or something? That I never quite figured out. There was you know you could play multiple games inside the casinos. Like you could play roulette, you could play blackjack, and I think you could play this game Caravan. And I never quite figured Caravan out. It's like a future card game that doesn't exist. So I just played blackjack until literally all the casino bosses chased me out of town. It was pretty fun. Um, and you had the whole story thing where you're the guy and you're caught between the two factions. There's the New California Republic and there's the Caesar's Legion people, and there's a big showdown at the end on the Hoover Dam. Uh, you know, pretty cool. Damn. You know, um, but really, I mean, that's never the really the point of these fucking Fallout games. In the at least in the modern ones, like all that story stuff is all well and good. But I just love getting out there and fucking trudging around these worlds, man. Like this one, it's got you know, like the desolate spaces. You know, pretty cool. And you know the like the 
the stuff that you find really is few and far between. You do spend a good amount of time kind of wandering through a desert, looking over your shoulder for fucking scorpions and mutants and shit. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's just, uh, I, I like the vibe of the game, man. It's, uh, it's really cool. Big world to explore. Um, uh, yeah, that's the thing. I probably should have, like, looked up a list of, like, memorable vaults or something for this to refresh my memory. Um, because... These games are good about that. Like you can you can wander for hours in a direction and you know meet a couple of characters, kill a bunch of characters, eventually find a fucking vault and there's something weird that happened there and it's all told kind of through like computer logs or like environmental stuff. Like I think this one had one that was like irradi like radiation got in and it became like overgrown with plant life kind of like Brinstar in Metroid like it's you know it's green and lush when you get in there which makes no sense and then you start getting attacked by like plant people Ooh. um you know and they're like they kind of camouflage themselves like you're in there you're like man what the fuck's going on and then like the wall punches you uh <laughs> you know. it's uh it's, it's like Millhouse's camouflage in the Lemon of Troy episode <laughs> 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 Over here, my friends. <laughs> just, you know, the tree hits you. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's a... It's a cool-ass game, man. I mean, it's it's a Fallout game. A modern Fallout game. You're wandering around. You're doing some a ton of side missions. You're uh, taking on partners. Jesse, do you, have a, do you have a favorite partner from this one? I, like I said, I don't recall the partners the, in this one. The answer is boom. Or the dog? Oh. The dog is cool. This one, I believe you do get a half-cyborg dog. Um, oh, that's pretty dope. Well, you know, Which dope, half? but also, uh, oh man, the back half, <laughs> <laughs> the, the ass, <laughs> uh, metal <laughs> poops. Yeah, exactly. It's just you know, dog with a robotic ass. I would take um, that over the dog with a robotic head, <laughs> real dog ass. <laughs> Why would you want that? I mean, you're right. <laughs> You're, uh, you're not wrong on that. Okay, hold on. What, what are the partners in this one? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, companions, that's the word, not partners. Where's that <laughs> fucking dog? Partner? Yeah, yeah, there's no partners in this one. We need that on the soundboard. <laughs> Non-human uh, Yeah, Rex, a cyber dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's pretty hideous. Uh, <laughs> he's got like a, he's got like a robot brain and three robot legs, so he's, Ooh. uh... He's a cyber Ooh. dog. I mean, it's all there Sounds in the title. Cool. But he's a good companion. I mean, he's a dog. So, you know, he's good for that. Um, but yeah, the answer is Boone. Uh, he's like a sniper dude who uh, you can just, like, set to, like, have your back. And, like, it's like, yeah, go over on that hill. I'm going to go, like, you know, sneak around this place. And then, like, if you get in trouble, like, the fucking, like, all the enemies will just start getting their heads blown off. It's like, my man, you're uh, <laughs> You were very helpful. <laughs> so he's like the lady from Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, I think that might be why I like Quiet so much. She's like Girl yeah. Boone. Um, you know, uh, much better looking character, Quiet. Not only in terms of being a hot young female sniper, but also just uh, uh, Fallout and like these games, ugly fucking character models. Like, you know, there's a lot of nice things to say about Fallout. Uh, the modern Fallout series. Attractive, uh, like, well-done character models, not one of them. The characters in these games are hideous. Uh, well, just it's the apocalypse. I, I know, I don't know why it made everybody look so dumb, but, like... <laughs> Radiation? 
It, you know, the, well, there's a, there's a race of mutants, Jesse, but I'm not talking about them. I'm just talking about the normal doofy-faced characters in these games. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they're radiated, too. Well, yeah, a little bit. It's, you know, it is the post-apocalypse. Um, but, I mean, I don't know the effects of radiation on, you know, whether or not you have a dumb, you know, dipshit face. I'm just saying <laughs> the characters in this game are ugly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but Boone is great. If you're um, a scientist, please email us <laughs> yeah, if and tell us how dumb descri- no, radiation will make you look for us. More like, if you're exposed to radiation and <laughs> I have a dipshit face, please write to us. <laughs> how dumb you are you? entitled to compensation. If you've been exposed to radiation, send us a selfie <laughs> so we can rate the dipshittiness of your face. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God, yeah, look at you. <laughs> Uh, but I bet you're really good with a sniper rifle. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so and they tried to do the whole survivalist thing, which was kind of cool, though I didn't really enjoy playing in the hardcore mode, and they gave you a nice option. You can just switch back to regular mode part of the way through your play. Like, <laughs> Never there's mind. A, there's a trophy attached to it. If you play the whole game in hardcore mode, I did not get that trophy. Because <laughs> I like my exploring a lot more when I can actually, like, heal myself and I don't have to worry about, like, eating food or really, you know, like, I get so nervous in a Fallout game when you, like, walk into a place that's irradiated and it starts, like, your little Geiger counter thing starts going off and makes that crackling noise and it's like your radiation level's going up by the second. Like, I'm like, nope, 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 not even gonna step foot in that place. I'm in, you know, peace <laughs> out, y'all. I'm not going to that vault. Like, <laughs> I like my face too much. Yeah, uh, no, I, got, I, got, I got a great face. I'm not a dipshit. Goodbye. <laughs> I spent so much time Well, that's just... the whole thing. I got it. You know, I also like I'm, I'm a weird hoarder in those things. It's like I know I can take the rad X and the rad away, but like, what I don't if I want need to. it. Yeah, what if I need it? What if I go into this irradiated fucking vault just to find like you know a fucking like you know barbed wire bat or something, and then you know later on it's like actually you really needed that rad X to do an actual mission. Like, oops. Um. But yeah, so I get nervous as shit doing stuff like that. So, like, the hardcore mode, it's like, uh, the healing items, instead of healing you instantly, you gradually regain your health. So, like, you take a stim pack, and instead of it just giving you 100 HP, your your HP starts going up, and you gotta, like, still get away from things. Uh, you know, uh, you use a doctor's bag normally to fix your broken limbs, like if a scorpion just eats your leg or whatever, you can use a doctor bag and get it back. Uh... You know, or a better example, you, 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 if you break both your legs, you use the doctor's bag, it fixes them. And then... Just like real life. Exactly. But in the hardcore mode, you have to use one doctor bag per limb. So like... <laughs> but it still you, fixes them. If you've been... Uh, over time. So. You, just, you just dump the contents out onto your leg and hope for the best. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> Something in here. Oh god, maybe I can just stop the bleeding or something. But yeah, uh, they just they make the items less effective, and you have to worry about food, and you have to worry about water, and all your stuff uh, has weight, um, which is actually like a big fucking thing. Because I love just looting in these games. I love going through those vaults and finding everything and hanging onto it, and then eventually I become over encumbered and you can't move. And that happens to me in the normal game. And the only change for the uh, the hardcore mode is your ammunition now has weight. No! Yeah! <laughs> so, like, everything else still has weight. Like, you still have the normal weight concern, 
but also you can't carry too much ammo, which really sucks, because uh, I like to keep myself well-stocked on that stuff. I like yeah. to be able to shoot my way out of a predicament. Yeah, melee build. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. You gotta be a guy with a fucking, you know, suddenly that barbed wire bat ain't sounding so bad, is it? Um, do, do, do the Fallout games do the whole, like, skill thing that, like, the Oblivion, the uh, uh, Elder Scrolls games yes. do? Yeah. So, I haven't played the Elder Scrolls games, but yes, there are skill points to be assigned, and yes. Okay, so yeah, you can just focus on, like, hand-to-hand combat, right? Because that's, that's right. what I like to do in those games, is just focus on the hand-to-hand combat and never use weapons. Like, get to the point where you can just punch anybody in the face and kill them immediately. I mean, that's also a really good idea, and like, I think totally a reasonable thing to do in these games. Like, uh, you know, because they've got the fun weapons and shit, and, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's a fun way to play. Like, it, it incentivizes you to play again. It's like, you know what? This time, I don't want to be the guy with the big iron on his hip. I want to be the guy walking around with a boxing glove with a bunch of knives strapped to it, just punching <laughs> robots and shit. Like, cool. That's how I'm going to play this one. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's uh, it's fun like that. So yeah, you do like a super strong run and not so much a like an intelligence run. I think I r- read somewhere there was somebody that did like... Uh, for their New Vegas run, they put all their points into luck and nothing else. <laughs> so like, they you know, so they were the luckiest character in the fucking game. Like all kinds of weird shit would happen to them, but like they couldn't carry anything. They couldn't fucking aim a gun because that uses your intelligence fucking like stat. Uh, you know, they had no stamina. Like, you know, you're just like this wandering dipshit that things just keep going right for. <laughs> I'm like, you know, that actually is really funny. <laughs> like, oh, story of yeah. my life. You're just wandering around the desert, and just by accident, you fucking save the the world. <laughs> like, uh, cool. <laughs> Thanks. You're really good at blackjack. You're like, you know, fucking. You know, you like go to the casino and you're Rain Man and you just win all the fucking blackjack games and that's how you win Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> great, uh, great way to go through it. Um, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a cool ass game. A uh, lot of stuff to explore, a lot of fun to be had. Just big, wide open world. You know, uh, desert setting is a little little desolate for my taste but it's got you know some fun areas in it you know there's like a super mutant camp at like an old ski resort uh which as somebody who recently went on vacation and spent time at an old ski resort you know quite frankly good place for a bunch of super mutants nobody's gonna care if you're up there (laughs) like you go to a nice old ski lodge and it's full of hideous mutants yeah cool have fun (laughs) y'all wait john were you just that like a ski resort that's been around a while, or were you at like an old abandoned ski resort on your vacation? Oh yeah, uh, no, I was. Okay. You know, I was at fucking uh, you know, Sars now, right? What's that fucking? What's that horror game that uh, Ryan Drake brought on the show? I was doing that for my vacation. <laughs> um, it was uh, horrifying, is what it was, but we had a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, we went to an old abandoned ski resort in North Carolina. Um, <laughs> Real bonding moment. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> until dawn. That's the game I'm trying to think of. Yeah, t- you know, uh, my family up there, and it just so happened to coincide with the one-year anniversary of one of our friends' hideous uh, grisly disappearance and death. Um, <laughs> you know, we had we had a blast at the old ski resort, man. <laughs> Jesus, uh, <laughs> Dave, you haven't played uh, until dawn. <laughs> uh, no, I have not. Uh, okay, spoilers. That's, that's clearly uh, what I was yeah. referring to in that statement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, we went to a, like, a mountain top thing in North Carolina, and it was, like, 
it was near a in-use ski resort, but like our cabin was at like a slope that was not being maintained by the resort at this time. So like, it was pretty cool, and it had kind of the vibe of like, wow, this is a weird fucking abandoned ski resort. But like right over there, there's people skiing. But like we had a weird slope all to ourselves with like kind of rinky-dink fucking uh, you know like makeshift heaters and things that weren't in use. There was an abandoned, clearly an abandoned chairlift on the way to our uh, you know cabin, which there's something really creepy about a fucked up old abandoned chairlift. <laughs> like, it seems like the kind of thing like why would they ever abandon a chairlift unless someone died on it? Someone fell out of it. Yeah, exactly. You look at a, a you know a, a chairlift that's fallen into disrepair. It's like, no, something's wrong here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Seems wrong that we have to drive under this thing to get to our lovely cabin. But hey, here we are. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's it's so it wasn't so much like Fallout New Vegas. But again, if uh, yeah, <laughs> if a bunch of super mutants want to live at a fucking abandoned like mountaintop resort, like no, it's a good place for them. Nobody's gonna fucking bother you up there unless they have all wheel drive, which doesn't really come up in the Fallout world because it's the post apocalypse. So yeah, it's uh, it's cool. Um, yeah, this game's great. I kind of want to revisit it. You know, I, I almost have been tempted into playing Fallout seventy six. Like you know, I read those things that said like. They kind of okay. fixed this, and I'm like, you know, if they fixed it, I can see, I can see playing this. I still enjoyed Fallout Four after that one came out. Like, I love getting into these worlds and exploring. What I don't love so much in thinking about Fallout seventy six is running into anybody else. I don't want that in these games. I want to go it alone, baby. You know, that's uh, that's my Fallout vibe. So maybe Fallout seventy six isn't for me. Jesse, did you talk about that as though you played? You, uh, you got a little time in on seventy six. Yeah, it's pretty fun, but like you said, you don't want to run into other players. Right. Um, although the players I ended up running into like helped me out. They like gave me like laser pistols and stuff, and I'm like, oh, okay, dope. this guy's all right. So yeah, uh, they're not going to blow up people, your galleon. Right. No. Exactly. Yeah, they didn't blow up your nuclear sloop. <laughs> no, they did not. <laughs> nuclear sloop. <laughs> it's a it's a Fallout thing, John. Yeah, you check your sloop boy and uh, continue on your <laughs> pirate uh, pirate journey in the mountains. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, game's dope. Great soundtrack. Uh, you know, just a hell of a vibe. I wish I could remember more specific things to talk about. Uh, but yeah, I love a I love a good open world. Uh, you know, just going around exploring, looting, and shooting. That's uh, that's my kind of vibe right there. So, Johnny, let's send it over to the calculating computer, my man. Calculating computer activated. I'm just trying to say that Yoshi's cookie is pretty good and you match cookies. Can I say that? Can I? No? <laughs> like, fuck, man. <laughs> Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Jesse Moore. Hell yeah, man. Yes. Congrats. Good game. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Hell of Indeed. a game. You know, way to uh, plan ahead. When I announced the theme last week, way to make a confusing follow-up statement that confused David into game-overing himself tonight. Uh, you know, that's playing the long game, Jesse, and I love it. That's that's how I roll. <laughs> Always thinking three steps ahead. Um, so yeah, uh, hell of a game, hell of a win for you, man. And uh, I think you got to come up with a fantastic theme for next week's episode. So what do you uh, what do you got in mind, man? Um, I was thinking, how about games uh, released in the past five years? Hmm. 
you know, games released since 2016, a time that we all really want to go back and live through again. <laughs> what a time it was. Oh yeah, 2016. The start of Game That Tune. Yeah. The best well, five years of our lives. Games guys. from <laughs> Games That Tune. Ex oh, but not a redo wow. episode. Right. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Game That Tune games, uh, not featured, not yet featured on Game That Tune. That's a well-expressed theme. Um, I, I think it's pretty great, man. Uh, so, are you talking like last five years as a recording date, or are we just saying 2016 and beyond? Like, if I choose a January 2016 game, is it going to fuck everything up? Um, yeah, 2016 until, you know, today. Yeah. Cool. Next week, you know. Something comes out Tuesday that you're like, this is great. Then use it. Count me in, baby. Hell yeah. I like it. I like uh, I like setting arbitrary uh, you know date constraints. I feel like we haven't done that a lot recently. I feel like we need to get back into doing that. I was really enjoying doing like you know games from ten years, game from twenty years, games whatever. Uh, you know we need to get back into themes like that because clearly we're not going to record a new episode of GTT Gems anytime soon. So uh, great theme, Jesse. Uh, hell of a pick. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's do it up, man. Uh, Twenty sixteen to present. Um, you know. Oof. No more, uh, no further comment on that until next week's episode. So thank you everybody so much for listening. What a show it's been. Thanks everybody watching along live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Thanks to everybody listening in podcast form. Find us at Game That Tune or anywhere you get your podcasts. We appreciate you guys listening. Thanks to everybody checking out patreon.com slash Game That Tune. It's the home for awesome exclusives. Like I said, we, uh, we do, uh, you know, the occasional mixtape, the occasional GTT gems. Uh, you know, I am determined to get that show back on track at some point. There's so much music to talk about and play, and you know, just so little time to uh, set aside to record. Um, and we do uh, movie commentaries. We have a lot of fantastic, fun stuff going on over there at Patreon. Uh, and you, you help keep the lights on at GTT Radio or 24-7 live stream. So check out patreon.com slash game that tune. Consider throwing a little, uh, little scratch our way. We love you guys. Uh, special thanks to the absurd fans Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, uh, Taylor Weiss, Sam L. Mork, and Tasty. Uh, just a pile of fantastic fellas over there at patreon.com slash game that tune. Uh, thank you to Mork, our first ever, uh, you know, uh, oh wait, second ever game over requester. I think we did come up with that in the chat before. Somebody else did get a game over. Uh, though I don't think. I don't think we game over the requester specifically in that instance. This one felt malicious towards Mork, so we want Mork to know. <laughs> it's personal, love you, baby. <laughs> we love you, pal, and we hope that you're not frozen uh, shining style in your Texas home. But you've been game over. <laughs> so, yeah, we're not game yeah. overing his request. We're game overing him. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mork is canceled. Patreon refunded. <laughs> it's no longer let's, a fan. Well, let's not go that far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to program a new feature to GTT Radio to limit the, the amount of requests he gets to make. Uh, you know, we got a lot of a lot of punishments in store for anybody that wants to get their request game over. We are so, revoking uh, your yeah. Patreon benefits. We're keeping your money, but we're revoking right. your benefits. <laughs> you may no longer tell people about our movie commentaries. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a good request until we realized it didn't fit the theme. So make your requests uh, better than his in our Discord server, or send us an email gamethattune at gmail .com, or find us on Twitter at gamethattune. Hit us up there, or you can find us individually on Twitter. I'm there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at jpregan.jr. 
You can find David Fleming on Twitter at DFD Fleming. And you can find this week's winner and the Game That Tune champion, Jesse Moore, on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. Hell yeah, Jesse. So, champ, you've got the tunes for the bonus segment of the show. We call them the bonus tunes. What are you, uh, what are you taking us home with tonight? So, we've had uh, Final Fantasy Fever recently. And, you know, when they remade Final Fantasy VII, I was like, huh, I wonder if they're going to remake Black Materia. Well, Mega Ran did remake Black Materia, so here's one of the songs off his new album, Absolute. Hell yeah. Uh, you know, Mega Ran appearing on Game That Tune for free. Peace out, everybody. <laughs> huh, yeah. Is it right to go on? They're all gone. They die for the planet. Will they ever forgive us? Right now, I really don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been real. When I'm with ill, I spit skills. Get killed like, like mid-thrill. Blow like a pinwheel. Live from the live stream. Tighten your flows and get tossed in the cycle of souls. And only the foolish try to rest note. Full well, it's suicide. Monsters traveled here on the last lunar cry. Prototype of the aura site, archetype, parasite, get your data right or get shot at like time. A lyrical rhyme slave, erasure from my digital mind wave. Start up the crime wave, Project G when the media falls. Start a future without reading your palms. I read 13 chapters and the rappers come after. Random major blow like Maco reactors. Keep the sister ray equipped to spray. Command counter with the ultimate, bring it into your day. Absolute, think you can stay in the avalanche. Grab a sword, level up a family you don't have a chance, we got the superior material, beware of the various terrors, we prepare for your clear area, it gets scarier, absolute, think you can stay in the avalanche, have a sword, level up a family, you don't have a chance, we got the superior material, beware of the various terrors, we prepare for your clear area, it gets scarier, yeah, lights out in the city, for the right, kill my cut ties with my pity, come alive when it's gritty, keep more than a buster on my back, do it for the scene, not talking film, it's not an act, system failure from the top down, from technology, guess we should play the cop now How we get so lost, wow Soldier up, it just be a statistic Genova cells are flowing through the veins of every misfit Wouldn't miss it for the world, I'll just switch up the stand General nothing, I won't let my adversaries invent Better throw up your head, feel that light stream pumping Make a green lights, hit the gas, hard thumping We don't ever fall down, we don't ever give up When it's crunch time, avalanches coming in clutch Got the bomb set, now the plan is about to erupt So when they ask if I'll be calling them bluff, I'll say Absolute you can stay in the avalanche, grab a sword, level up a family, you don't have a chance We got the superior material, beware of the various terrors We prepare for your clear area, it gets scarier Absolute, think you can stay in the avalanche, grab a sword, level up a family, you don't have a chance We got the superior material, beware of the various terrors We prepare for your clear area, it gets scarier Ghost of Tsushima is copyright 2020 Sucker Punch Studios and Sony Interactive Entertainment. Sea of Thieves is copyright 2018 Rare Limited. Warcraft 3 Reign of Chaos is copyright 2002 Blizzard Entertainment. Avenging Spirit is copyright 1992 CP Brain. Fallout New Vegas is copyright 2010 Obsidian Entertainment and Bethesda Softworks. Game 1. David fucked up. <laughs> Thought a song was a good start. I think Johnny yeah. fucked up.
Up, 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 up. Hold on, give me a second. Okay. Do me a favor. Actually restart the song if you're having technical difficulties. Don't just yeah. fucking turn it up. I love the yep. fact, too, that you were like, technical difficulties, we'll see what happens, and like, not even three minutes later, we have technical difficulties. Bam. <laughs> so David's exploring the soul, and Johnny's exploring new depths to pull the show down, too, with his technical proficiency. I'm sorry, Fresh. Johnny, I don't, I don't mean to rag on you. Game one. I love you. <laughs>